Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Watching Game Time Decisions, I am Gabriel Renzi, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead Cab Store. Let's do this thing, and speaking of grid, and I'm not talking about sports grid, the National Football League uh, put a grid out on the table, and we'll take a look at it, we'll break it down, we'll take a look at some of the point spreads, uh, some of the the, uh, the uh, prime time and marquee matchups uh, that are on the board. Let's do this thing, the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart steps up and in with his uh, fifth, hairdo of the week what's going on Cam? you like this one yeah nice lid like wow this thing it looks like a porcupine it's like it's like a dead gopher up there i know it's just i got the worst hairdo going like the sides all like I it's long it actually looks like a toupee yeah it does yeah yeah like <laughs> it, 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 that is a great call like i looked at it today and i wake up and it just yeah it, it looks like a rug a very thick rug you're absolutely right, Gabe, but I don't know what the hell's going on. It's like a different on. color, though, even. Though. Yeah, what's no, I don't know what's going on. I used a new you, moose. You, you dyed you know your hair I, red or something? Like, what's going on? Like, Remember when we did that show with, uh, like, Landsberg, like, 15 years ago? I found the moose, and that was probably a bad decision to put in my hair because I think it changed the color of my hair. But anyway, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? F- uh, football schedule out. Buffalo Bills got a lot of primetime games. Hey, hey, hey. Like how Cam changes the subject from his hair. No, 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 no. We can talk about my hair, but uh, you know. Oh, earlier <laughs> in the week, earlier in the week, you had like uh, that Jerry Seinfeld sort of nine-year-old haircut thing going on. Yeah. Today it's just like completely different. It's it's like it's like a daily thing now. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting there. It's. <laughs> It's thick. Yeah, it is thick. I know, Dora. I'll put it back down a bit. But uh, yeah, no, it is throwing me off too, man. It's really thick. Like I can keep pens and pencils and all sorts of stuff in there. But yeah, it's a it's a bad haircut. God, I can't wait for my Chinese barber to open up in a week and a half. I'm just gonna go shave it off. (laughs) Eight bucks. All right. So the National Football League, the National Football League schedule uh, has been released. Uh, we've got uh, quite a few things to actually hit on this uh, weekend edition uh, of the program. And uh, when I say a couple of uh, things to hit, we have a lot of NFL news. We've got more golf uh, news. We've got race car uh, racing uh, news. We've got a little NBA news. But let's get into the National Football League schedule uh, right now. Uh, the schedule was all about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and um, Tom Brady. Now, first things first. So the National Football League releases their schedule. They they released their normal schedule for kickoff on September the 10th. And one thing I want to say here, it amazes me, and it did, I guess it shouldn't amaze me, but very few people actually out there, everybody was like acting as if though, hey, this is great, and oh, Monday night football on September, you know, the 14th, and oh, the Giants are playing the Steelers, and I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> like like, it was just, like, there wasn't enough, like, you know, it was amazing, too, because Adam Schefter brought it up, and even Trey Wingo brought it up, and it was like, ESPN kept bringing it up, but by the way, season really could start in October, uh, <laughs> but it was amazing to me how people just sort of ran with it, and it's a completely different scenario, Cam, you know, whatever, it gives us something to talk about, it's cool to see, all right, this is, 
you know, this is the schedule. But there are so many unknowns right now, and especially there's not going to be fans, so it sort of changes everything. Suddenly a Monday night game, like Monday night game at MetLife Stadium in an empty stadium is not the same as when you got 84,000 drunk uh, New Yorkers in there, right? They're like, everything is different. And Schefter brought it up, and I've, you know, I've, been, I've been maintaining this. I believe that the season is going to start, but probably about a month in and start from week five out. So I'm almost interested to take a look at, like, you know, week five out <laughs> because that's what the real schedule is going to be. And then they would play weeks one through four after five through 16. So the National Football League does have various contingency plans put in place, but nevertheless, um, they're still staying ahead of the sticks. They keep on staying uh, on their schedule. Yeah, I don't even know what you, what you do with those primetime games, Gabe. You br bring up a good point. Monday nighter, no. It's like you don't even have to play a Monday game. There's no nothing different about it. The atmosphere, whatever, you could prank them all out on well, Sunday for if television, you wanted. That's yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. I, I understand that. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I have a feeling they were very, very confident in the things that they were doing. But, uh, hey, that's the NFL right now, right? They put it all out in the table. Hey, life's great, man. But uh, things can get really, really dicey. If it does start week five, week six, that could be interesting. Well, the, um, the season would kick off on Thursday night, September the 10th. Although I, I, I don't see that happening. But if it does, the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, would host the team that blew a 24-0 lead uh, against them in the Houston Texans. Almost cruel, unusual punishment to make the Texans go back there. And it actually is. Like, you know, what, what are you making the Texans, the, the sacrificial lamb? And especially the Texans are going to regress uh, right now. So they're really setting it up just for... Uh, for Bill O'Brien's season to get it uh, off uh, started in a great way. For the record, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are 10.5-point favorites in that football game. I'd lay it with the Chiefs. You talk about it, man. Houston played probably one of the best halves of football. Now you're going to go in there against the Super Bowl champions. If the Chiefs are motivated, they murder these guys. They'll win by, like, 24. I think it could be an absolute blowout. I told you about the Texans, Gabe. I think this organization's in big trouble. Big trouble all over the board, too. And I don't think Deshaun Watson's too happy that he lost his favorite target, too. I can I see some dissension between him and Bill O'Brien as well. Aging defensive core in the secondary. You, you saw the Buffalo Bills in that playoff game. They just sliced these guys and diced them for the first couple drives there. I don't think Houston's that good. And uh, I don't like to lay double digits, but Kansas City could name their number. One thing, um, one thing we can tell you, I remember, and, and I've been betting on football for a long time, since like 1981, 1982, NFL football. And over the years, in past years, it was, um, you know, over in past years, it was, it was a strong play to play against the, the Super Bowl champion in the first game of the year. They were always overhyped. It used to be that stereotype about all, you know, the celebration, the banner, the ceremony. It throws teams off. Yeah, it did, you know, maybe in hockey 12 years ago, once or twice. <laughs> but that, you know, that trend doesn't exist anymore. And it's actually the opposite. You'll get killed betting against uh, the Super Bowl champion in these season openers. 17 and three straight up the last 20 years. <laughs> 17 and three straight up the last 20 years. 13, five and two against the spread. 13, five and two against That's good. the spread. Nice numbers. You yeah. said it. Remember with the, even the coaching change. Remember, ooh, here comes the new coach. We got to bet on him. 
I've been watching the NHL, uh, you know, boom, Minnesota got rid of their guy. They lose this and that. I, I'm telling you, man, you're right. Th things have changed over time. I don't think uh, it's a good angle at all. I, I agree with you. I think you're, you you play the better team, the play on team. KC. Now, one thing, uh, one thing the networks uh, did um, last night uh, was they did the win projections for each team. Like, you know, looking at each game, win, 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 win. And it's amazing because uh, pretty much every team is going 13-3 and three in the National <laughs> Football League. And, you know, it's yeah. funny. Out of like 32, I remember like two years ago, out of like 32 ESPN beat writers that cover the team, they gave their season prediction record. Only like four of them picked like a losing record. It was only, only like, the, like the really obvious ones. But it was amazing. And I actually laughed out loud because, you know, I'm clicking around and I wasn't as glued to it as like it was like the draft. You know, you already know who's playing who. I was like, yeah, I'll see it when it's kind of finalized. You know, I don't need to see these yahoos breaking it down game by game uh, here. But I stumbled into um, ESPN. I was going back and forth, NFL Network, ESPN, et cetera. And I was on Twitter during it. But I stumbled onto ESPN, and they were going uh, game by game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it was just like win, 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 win. win. Yeah. And then NFL Network, win, win, win. I go online, win, win, win. It's amazing, man, the impact that Tom Brady is having already on the perception. Um, I don't know if the, the betting public is going to buy in. I'm they not. bumped it a little bit when Gronkowski got there after again. And there's hype about the Buccaneers. I get it. Uh, but they're overhyped right now. They've got five primetime games, which are very toxic, right? And it's, you know, it's a different scenario, but they are draining. Good point. Well, you know, they are less draining without the fans, though. They are. Yeah. They're not as intense. Like, you know, it's just it's just the the physical, you know, the emotional toll that it takes these games, the primetime games. Because if you're on primetime, it means, you know, you're a big-time team, and it means you have a target on your back. Also, you know, a lot of dudes that haven't played Brady before, they're going to want to get them, right, on primetime TV. Yeah, probably more media, too, leading up to the game, more phone calls, more crap that you don't want to deal with. Well, it's I like agree. a playoff atmosphere. It's yeah. just more draining. Like, any player will tell you that. If you go back, you'll notice a lot of teams are never the same after these games. You know, like the Chiefs and the Rams played maybe the best Monday night game ever. They both stumbled for the rest of the year. Yep. Like, the Rams made it to the Super Bowl, but they were never really the same after that game. And, this, you know, the same with the Chiefs. You remember the Carolina Panthers once for, like, 7-2? and two? They went into Pittsburgh on a primetime game. They got smashed, and they were never the same after and a lot of teams will tell you that it's draining. Like the Cleveland Browns, that's one thing I'm worried about the Buffalo Bills. The Bills didn't have any primetime games last year. They played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and people complained at the time, and I said, guys, that's good. Like, basically, like, 14 of their 16 games were in a 1 o'clock time zone, bro. It makes your life easier. It just does. Like, when you're going around, it changes your routine and everything like that, but... It's crazy to see the uh, the Buccaneers hype right now in which they people just think the Bucs are going to smash the league or something. Did anybody watch Tom Brady play in the second half of the year? His arm strength is diminished. He can barely get the ball out. Uh, I'm not just going to anoint this team. Oh, yeah, they're going to be great. The guy's also older, too. If he gets rocked, he might, like, there's a lot of things that people are just anointing Tampa Bay uh, a champion. They're still a young team on, on the defensive side of, ball, of the ball. They got some good players, but are they that good? This is very similar to the Cleveland Browns hype train, and I don't buy hype. 
I'm going to be fading these guys in certain spots this year, Gabe. And I'll tell you, Brady, that arm strength was really, really noticeable at the end of the year. We'll see. He's got a lot of weapons to work with uh, in Tampa Bay. I was going to say something bold, uh, but I can't be that bold. I was going to. I'm almost there. But, you know, is their offense going to be better than it was last year? I don't know. I don't think it will. Like, you know what I mean? No, you, yeah, people that's... are very critical of Jameis Winston. The guy threw for like a million yards, a million touchdowns. Yeah, I know there was interception. What was it, 33 and 30 or something like that? Yeah. Uh, but if you look at the big picture and the body of work, he has that arm strength. Brady's not going to be able to get the ball to Mike Evans down the field, guys. Nope. Like, the ball's nope. not going to get there. He's going to throw these ducks. It's not going to get there. You better be able to protect him because he's not mobile. Uh, you look at the Patriots, everything was slash, 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 bing, bing, fast, slash. That's not the Buccaneers' offense. They're going to have to reroute their offense. And, you know, I think it'll be good for Godwin. Godwin's going to be running over the middle all over the place. He's going to be racking up a million catches a game and stuff. But, yeah, I, you know, I'm not buying this. Listen, I think they're competitive. And everyone makes the playoffs now. Seven teams make the playoffs. Yep. We're getting him back into the playoff lot. Uh, but I, I, like you said, I'm dailyrodo.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice, we play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the dailyrodo.com optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join dailyrodo.com. Our decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenzi throwing it down with the raging redhead Cam Stewart. At least I think it's uh, Cam. I can't really tell. The dude that looks like Cam wearing a toupee. <laughs> the Cam, the Cam, uh, it's been quite a hair week in quarantine yeah. for the Raging Redhead. You're telling me, Ronnie Rugg. Yeah, that's uh, that's the new yeah, name. That's good, Ron, Ron, Ronnie Rugg. I like that. Hi, everybody. Nice to meet you. Ron Rugg. <laughs> Tommy Toupee. I don't know. You're right, Gabe. It's, it's out of control. Like, it looks like a dead animal up there. It actually does look like fake hair. <laughs> it, it, it's just a bad quaff. <laughs> I so, might go your style to shave it all off, buddy. I like to see that look, actually. Uh, I, I, I like to see that look. Got a lot of dents in my head, though. That's the problem. Like you have a nice head that's uh, perpendicular, and uh, I, I've, I, I, you know, you, that's the thing about bald people. Some guy, you got to have that nice dome. You can't have the dents and the other stuff. I got a lot of weird stuff going on. I've been concussed a lot, so yeah, my head's basically got like a lot of divots and stuff in it. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You still got some. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, looks like your hair is hanging on though. You're not gonna. Bump. Oh, I'm not Maybe gonna lose any hair. I, I should. I should. I should actually get rid of all my hair and sell it to people. Don't they? Don't they buy hair? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. instead of giving blood, I'll give hair. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like you have Cindy Crawford's hair. How much you getting? <laughs> I know it's pretty thick. You don't have that much of it either. Um, yeah, you haven't seen my uh, back. It's, it's, it's got. It's like, uh, yeah. No one wants to oh, buy no. your back hair. No, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, yeah. Let's just be real. <laughs> uh, no, nobody wants to buy. Uh, nobody wants to buy your back uh, hair. Um, all right. So, um, I was talking about when will this season actually start? Actually, is it going to be September the tenth? I don't think so. I think it could be mid-October. And you know, I'm, I, I like looking at the. Um, I sort of like looking at the bigger picture uh, of this schedule. And it could jump in in week five, uh, actually. So that's, I really don't think they're going to start on September the 10th. But 
if you want to look at like sort of the um, the uh, marquee games of each week, uh, we talked about the the season opener that supposedly is going to be the Houston Texans and the uh, the defending uh, Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but week one, Buccaneers and Saints. Buccaneers and Saints. And Tom Brady opens up on the road um, at New Orleans. And um, I think he opens up with a loss there. Like, guys on, like, Drew Brees and Tom Brady, regular season matchup. People are going to be all fired up. But Brady's going to have a target on his back with all these other players that have never really drilled him before. Right? Like, guys on the Saints are going to go, I, I got an opportunity to sack Brady for the first time in my life right now. And... You know, the, the, like I said, they're going to have a big target on their back on, on a weekly basis, these guys. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 you said it. I worry about Tom Brady's mobility. I worry about a lot of things, too. In that game against the, the Saints on a quick surface like that, he could get mauled. Those defensive ends coming around the side. I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. I know they did well in the draft, drafting linemen, but he's going to take a lot of shots this year. And I can tell you one thing. When you get older, it's not fun to get hit like that. He's going to get blindsided, rocked. I'm telling you, it, there's no guarantees. As crazy as it sounds, Tom Brady might not even make it through the year. That's that's. It's just one of those situations. I saw major regression. If, any, if anybody watched football last year, those games down the stretch, he was like, I'm like, wow, Brady's skipping balls in. He looks awful. He even didn't get the reads. I understand, you know, it's the Edelman show, but I'm telling you, man, Tampa Bay went all in with this. I, I, I'm going to be bold. I think Jameis Winston, minus the interceptions, is a way better. Their offense is way better with him. He can get the ball down the field. He can do so many other things, shake and bake a little bit. We'll see. This Tampa Bay exper experiment, wherever it thinks it's going to be rocking and rolling, I think it might turn out to be a disaster. And Rob Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, he not, can't move. That's what I'm saying. He had a hard time moving in, you know, he has a hard time walking into a, a WWE ring at WrestleMania, let alone going over the middle of the field again. Listen, you know, I think he's there to bring sort of that winning attitude, loosen the room up a little bit, make Tom Brady feel comfortable, and really help with the blocking schemes. True. Uh, but True. how much of a deep downfield threat is Gronkowski going to be anymore? And are they going to be able to get the ball to Mike Evans? There's, there's a lot of ifs uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, you know, listen, they're going in the right direction. I like them. But... It almost reminds me of the Clippers in a sense, but not as good. You know what I mean? Like, Cam, like, the, remember the Clippers? Clippers had something good going. Remember they traded everybody and they were like, all right, let's get rid of Griffin. Let's get rid of Chris Paul. Let's, let's, get, let's yep. get rid of everybody and sort of rebuild and we'll try to get some free agents in a couple of years. But it, like, it, they, it didn't work. It was crazy. It was like they were still good. It was like, wow, Harold's uh, kind of clicking with Rivers That's right now. Thing. And this kid, and oh, look at this kid. <laughs> and remember, they didn't make the playoffs, but they came on. And people were like, man, the Clippers are actually a fun young team. And then, bang, they bring in Paul George. They bring in Kawhi Leonard. And what did Harold say? Remember about two or three months ago, whatever, when it was a little mini controversy with the Clippers? Yep. And there were stories of they don't like Kawhi Leonard. They don't like the preferential treatment that he gets. And... Harold and other Clippers said, no, 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 no. Like, they said, uh, you know, false news. <laughs> but well, they said, they said it has nothing to do with like. And Harold was honest. He said, but last year, we were a bunch of guys that got to know each other, that came together as a young unit. And he goes, now we're kind of being told to step aside. 
You can use the same analogy for the Raptors. Van yeah. Fleet, undrafted. Siakam, small school. He gets there. These guys work with each other. All the guys who developed in the G League, too. See, that's the thing, man. Once you get chemistry and you play with somebody for a while and you get along, basketball is one of those sports where you can really notice it. If a guy's a ball hog or there's problems. Well, if I'm you're with the you. Buccaneers, it's sort of the same type of thing. You've gone through it for the last couple of years. You've got a, a couple of younger dudes. Some guys in their mid-20s now that have been there for a little while. But they were they were growing. They nearly made the playoffs last year. Or at least they were knocking on the door. They were flirting, considering they didn't play a home game for two months. Right? And, you know, yeah, it's all cool. ESPN love it. And the public loves it. Ooh, Tom Brady. And everyone likes laughing at Jameis Winston and stuff. But now they redo their offense. Suddenly, you know what? When you're Mike Evans and you're running down the field for nothing all the time, we'll see how happy you are suddenly. And when, when Tom Brady gets sacked all the time and plays that Winston would have extended, people are going to start going, mm, I don't know. Like, like, it better work. Otherwise, you're going to go, man, we just got rid of this 25-year-old quarterback that we were growing with that was just starting to get really good. And we threw it all out the window for a dude that's going to be here for a year or two. Yeah. And another you know thing. I mean? And, like, they better win. Like, put it that way. And I don't think they will. Think about it, Gabe. When you're dealing with Jameis Winston, they already knew this guy, right? So all the tape in the world, all the books, you have a chemistry there. Tom Brady is going to underthrow balls. I, I can guarantee you this. I'm going to make a prediction. He has the most interceptions this year in his career. There's going to be balls that just aren't going to get there. There's going to be I, – I'm not really down with this whole thing. Everything's going to be hunky-dory. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. We're, we're great. Well, you know what? Tom Brady's an old guy, and, hey, he's a winner. I'm not going to say that. Competitor, one of the best of the best. But he's also a man with diminishing skill sets, and uh, I think it's a recipe for disasters. I told you before, Arians and these guys are sitting back on their lawn chair thinking, oh, yeah, here we here come the Bucks." Well, they also, you said it, people don't like Brady, too. He's going to have a target on his back. Defenses are going to get fired up, more blitz packages. He's going to get hit. You know what's uh, amazing, and um, you know, here I am getting frustrated about all the media hype about Tom Brady, but here we are just talking about Tom Brady <laughs> and Tampa Bay. But how about this? Tom Brady has been favored in 74 consecutive football games. That's insane. 74 consecutive football games. Tom Brady has been the favorite. That's nuts. Even the Chiefs game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They were. It was in New England. So, so yeah, that's yeah, so wow. So yeah, put it into context. 74. Un, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, Brady's been favored in 70. Oh, we should know. You mentioned the Chiefs game. That was in uh, uh, what? They played in KC a couple one of years in, ago. One in New England. Wasn't there one in New England and one in KC? It's regular season. Oh, okay, I see. I so see. I should know. Regular season. 74 regular season starts. Longest such streak in the Super Bowl era. 74. And um, they will not be favored in week one. So his first start as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, he's going to be underdogs. As it is right now, the New Orleans Saints are four and a half point favorites. You want to get in on that game uh, right now. So 74. Wow. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Wow, this is the last time. It's hard to believe. The New England Patriots <laughs> were one-point underdogs at the Buffalo Bills in week two of 2015. Wow. Like, who would have thought that oh, what team would have been? That would have been, like, a good question. Like, what team, like, who would have even not been favored? You know I mean? it, it didn't end well for Buffalo. 
No. Wow. No, he's like 34. <laughs> I don't even remember which game that was. There's so many of them. They all bet him. I'm thinking, like, why were we favorites? It was week two earlier in the year or whatever. He would then go on to be favorites for 74, 74 consecutive, uh, 74 consecutive starts. Wow. How about this? New England, 33, 13, and 1 against the spread as an underdog in Tom Brady's uh, starts. Wow, he's 33, 13, and 1 as an underdog. For the record, Steve Young had the second longest streak. He was favored in 62 consecutive I, games. I was going to say like 62, 64. Yeah, no, no. Steve, Steve Young's a winner. I'll tell you, man. I, I don't know, Gabe. We're going to get these Kurt prices Warner out there. and the Rams was favored 48 consecutive games. The Rams were show on regular they, season games. Yeah, they had a nice little run there. I miss Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt. What a receiving core. I want this. The Patriots have been favored in 63 consecutive regular season games. Not this year, Gabe. Um, Not this year. <laughs> well, well, this year in week one, in week one, they're, they're favored. Yeah. With Stidham and all that stuff. So they're going to they're, they're be dogs in a lot of games, though, too, don't you think? Well, I'll tell you, if they were playing this Sunday, I would take the Miami Dolphins. The oh, Dolphins are getting six and a half. And they own the Patriots. They, they always find a way to steal a game against these guys. So, yeah, I'll take the points with the fish all day. Could be uh, Tua, Tua versus Jared Stidham. And I don't know, Tua's yeah, probably better than Jared Stidham already. <laughs> interesting, too. Iron Bowl, Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. Interesting. Like, how do you not roll Tua out? Um, so, yeah, the Miami, the Miami Dolphins open up uh, in Foxborough, hypothetically. Hypothetically. But we'll take a look at uh, the Week 5 um, schedule from, uh, from there on out. I know the Bills play the Titans. We'll get into the Buffalo Bills. Uh, schedule a little bit. We have more interesting trends, tidbits, and odds as far as the the National Football League schedule uh, release is concerned. And the Tom Brady conversation continues. The Tommy Terrific uh, Super Happy Hour uh, today on the weekend edition of Game Time Decisions. Uh, but Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Tom Brady did a uh, did a television appearance together. Yep. And uh, as always, Peyton Manning displayed his uh, brilliant sense of humor, cutting edge. And uh, really, he's just, uh, the guy's hilarious. Like, he really is. I love, I'd love to see this guy, how funny he would be after a couple of beers, like when the cameras aren't rolling, actually. Because he's already pretty freaking funny when the cameras aren't uh, rolling. We'll get into that. Uh, we've got some line movement as far as the other skins game is concerned with DJ and Rory and company and Ricky and uh, Wolf. Game time decision continues. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Renzi throwing it down. Weekend edition with the Raging Redhead. Ronnie Rubs, Cam Stewart, uh, kicking it uh, with us. We're talking NFL football. We're getting a little golf uh, as well. The National Football League schedule has been uh, released. Uh, week one uh, games, hypothetically, would be Houston at Kansas City. The uh, Miami Dolphins we were talking about. The Miami Dolphins uh, go to uh, New England. Minus six and a half, uh, the Patriots. 
uh, favorites, despite uh, Tom Brady and uh, Gronkowski and all that uh, stuff. Uh, the Cleveland Browns getting eight and a half points. I'm going to tell you, I'm like any underdogs. If, 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 if I was betting these games right now, I would take the Miami Dolphins plus the six and a half points. I would take the Cleveland Browns plus eight and a half at Baltimore. I agree. The New York Jets are five and a half point underdogs at Buffalo. That might be close. I wouldn't take the Jets, but I also wouldn't lay the points at the Bills. The Bills are going to be trendy now. So suddenly the Bills, I bet you the Bills win games, but they don't cover as much suddenly. I agree. Suddenly they're going to be like seven point favorites and six point, five and a half point favorites all the time, right? Bills win by three. <laughs> uh, uh, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders open up in Carolina. The game is a pick them. Your Seattle Seahawks, minus one on the road at Atlanta. Philadelphia, minus six at the Redskins. Chicago at your Detroit Lions. What's the line? Minus one and a half, Lions. Yeah, damn right. They're going to win by 10. Sorry, defend Bears. The den. Yeah, yeah, defend the den. The Bears get eaten by a lion. I'm telling you, man, this Lions team is going to shock people. Here's uh, here's another team you like this year. The Indianapolis Colts, they open up at Jacksonville. They're minus eight and a half. Great way to start the season. Get the, <laughs> get the old pussycats right, out, right, right off the bat, right? You say they run a wrestling federation better than their football team. Indy's got to, if they lose that game to Jacksonville, I'll be in orbit. Like, I'll Bay. lose my mind. Green Bay at Minnesota. Minnesota minus three and a half. Uh, I think you got them all. Uh, that's that's I don't want to relate. Pass. Pass. Uh, Chargers, minus three and a half at Cincinnati. Joe Burrow's debut. You know what? I think Cincinnati might be a live dog. Arizona. Ooh, yeah. Sign me up. Arizona Cardinals, plus eight at San Francisco. I think I like the Cardinals. Cheap, 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 cheap. That's a lot of points. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans, minus four and a half. Uh, that's a yeah. tough one. I can see myself betting against the Bucks out of spite now. <laughs> I agree. That's exactly. Like, ah, I, suck it, Brady. I'm I hope it doesn't. Mistakes. I hope it doesn't put us in the poorhouse because uh, betting against New England uh, that was a bad move for me a lot of the time. You're right, Gabe. We're gonna bet against the Bucks out of spite. I just don't want it to cost me my uh, whole bankroll. Funny, I was all high on the Bucks when they had Winston. Now I'm like, ah, screw me you. Too. Yeah, me too. And now you're gonna lose. You, you know, before the win total with Winston was like seven and a half, eight. I was like, oh, that'll go over. Now exactly. Like nine and a half. I'm like, ah, suck that. I'm not going under. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, three point favorites at the LA Rams. I like the Cowboys there. That's Sunday night shot. football. That, that, that would be the first Sunday night football game of the year. Cowboys minus three at the Rams. Cowboys. Monday night football. You have those double headers. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers minus three and a half. At the New York football giants. That's a... I don't know what to do with that game. I gotta wait. I gotta wait a while on the Giants. Who do you like there? I like the Giants on a seven-point teaser. Giants uh, plus <laughs> ten and a half. Can over I, 41 can, and a half. Can I do a 13-point teaser with the Giants there, Vic? Yeah, I, I'm the, in. The COVID-19 teaser special. <laughs> Five game, 19 points. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, ooh, Monday Night Football. Wow. This point spread, you know, out of out of all these point spreads, none of them really surprised me. You know what I mean? Like, not one of them. Few of them are I, I like. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm looking right now, I would take the Miami Dolphins plus a six and a half if they have two of them starting against Stidham. 
in that yep. game. Unroll the dice with the Cleveland Browns, getting eight and a half against Baltimore. Yes. Um, I, 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 I agree with you. The Lions should win their home opener, minus one and a half against uh, the Bears. But most of these point spreads are pretty bang on. I, think, I don't think San Francisco should be eight-point favorites, but I understand it because, you know, of the hype. Yet um, this, this next line does uh, surprise me, the last one here. The Denver Broncos host Tennessee, Monday Night Football, doubleheader. So oh, Pittsburgh, Denver. Pittsburgh and New York is the first game. Steelers minus three and a half. These lines are from the Westgate in, uh, in Las Vegas. They, they released them right after the, the schedule last night. And uh, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, plus three at Denver. Ugh, I thought it would be like Denver. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not a pick em. Like, that goes to show, Cam, the respect that the odds makers are giving this Denver Bronco team already, that they're three-point home favorites against a pretty good uh, Tennessee Titan team. I, I still like Denver in that spot. I think the home opener, Drew Locke, new weapons. This Denver team is going to turn a corner, and I'm not sure about Tennessee, Gabe. Are they going to take a step back? There's a lot of question marks with that team, but I think Denver wins the game. I'm not sure if they're going to uh, cover the three, but I like them to eke out a win. Yeah, I'm not ready to be laying the points either in that spot. And, you know, I hate to be uh, already talking about teasers here. I know. Yeah, we haven't started the season yet. You're buying rocks and curling teasers. Yeah, there's, there's, my, there, there's your teaser right there. There's your teaser right there. New York Giants plus 10 and a half. Tennessee Titans plus 10. Oh, I'll take the Titans plus 10 on a seven-point teaser all night. What about Cleveland getting 15? Ooh. Problem is with that, they could get blown out. They could get blown out. Nope. Dolphins against the Patriots getting 13? Yes. I can live with that as well. <laughs> I can live yep. with that as well. All right. Uh, so some really funny stuff uh, with, uh, with Peyton Manning, actually. So we know about the Skins game that's coming up. They've announced it, Cam, as expected. It's going to be on the 24th. So Sunday the 24th, following Sunday the 17th of the Rory and the and the Dustin Johnson and the Ricky and Matthew Wolf uh, skins game, and um, it's going to be on TNT. So they did an interview with Ernie Johnson, all four of them. And normally Phil's the one to talk smack, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil, he loves uh, stir the stirring the pot. Always. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. Phil Mickelson was really, really bringing it. Phil Mickelson was really bringing it. So he's like, uh, he's like, you know. I don't really think it's fair. He says to Tom Brady, he goes, I don't really think it's fair uh, that we're doing this uh, in Tampa Bay. Um, or he goes, we're doing this in Florida. And he goes, especially after your little B&E incident. You're breaking <laughs> an entry. And, uh, he goes, but, he goes, uh, me and Tiger know the sheriff well. And we, we, it's all right. You're going to be able to come uh, leave the county to play. And it's funny. He goes, uh, he goes, but it's pretty, he goes, it's pretty works out for well for you, doesn't it, Tom? He goes, and we're playing in Florida right now. He goes, because, you know, there's a lot of other uh, places that people hate you. He goes, you know, you're lucky we're not playing in Denver. <laughs> and he, then he goes, you're lucky we're not playing in Indy. And, he goes, City. and then he goes, Boston. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, you know, there's a lot of cities that hate you, like Indy, Denver, Boston. <laughs> and then he even says, like, he goes, you know, after you stiff them and left after all those years. Like, Brady was actually sort of laughing, but he didn't realize. It was like a roast almost. Yeah, I like it. I like the Yeah, roast. it was like a roast almost. And then Manning uh, goes, you guys aren't going to beat us. 
He's like, between me and Tiger Woods, we've got 17 championships. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling no, I, I really believe that, too, because, you know, Phil's a chirper, too. But I got I, I to gotta think the competitive edge. You don't think Manning wants to beat Brady in this one? Tiger Woods is going to let uh, Phil beat him again. I, I got to take Woods and, and Manning. The money, we talked about just quickly about the other one. I thought the number was too low. So we talked about how um, Manning and Woods were minus 200 against uh, Brady and Mickelson. That number has uh, sort of just uh, remained uh, remained in place. There was the original number, and once again, it was from the Westgate. They're pretty, you know, uh, what's his name? Jay Sherman. Of course, it's Jay Cornegay and Jay Sherman, but Sherman's the golf guy. He's very good with golf odds. He's one of the biggest golf odd guys in America. So he's always quick with golf odds, like big. Dude, like minutes after the DJ thing was announced, he posted the number, minus 200. You and I thought it was low. Right. I remember, and you know, you weren't ready to bet it, but I remember I said before they set the number when we heard about this, I said, ah, probably minus 300. Yep. Right. Minus 250, minus, you know, minus 300 if, if the other one was minus 200. And they set it at minus 200, but I see a fan duel right now. You can bet this. And uh, they've got Rory and Dustin at minus 240. I uh, love right it. Now. You can get a plus 180 now with Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. You're probably going to be able to get a plus 200 by the time uh, we play this thing next weekend. Exactly. Just keep on waiting. Here's another thing, too. If you like the dog, they also have who will have more skins. If the underdog, and it's a big price on the underdog, too. Say there's five carryovers and Wolf drains a putt. They win five skins. Like I think you have to put plus money on both bets. If one of them wins, you win. If both of them win, it's gravy. Now, speaking of gravy, gravy. Um, TNT already uh, covering, uh, you know, covering things in gravy as uh, Turner Sports will present the Capital One's The Match. That's what they're calling it. It's a, it's a little so much. What, you guys yeah, think I agree. The open? Uh, yeah. yeah, settle down. So Yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah. It's uh, not I like agree. Tiger versus Jack in their primes here. The match. Exactly. Champions for charity. At least, at least the money's going to charity this time. Unlike last time, these greedy bastards. Oh, yeah, yeah, just put it in my pocket. See ya. They pulled the old Mac Kuchar. I'm out of here. Sunday, <laughs> May 24th, 3 o'clock Eastern. Um, but uh, the uh, the ads are sold out already. The, um, the the advertiser demand has been so strong that Turner has already sold out their TNT slots. Like, that's that's how popular it is. And, you know, we, we're, there's such a demand for sports uh, right now. There will be a lot of excitement about this because of Tiger, because of Phil, because of Brady, because of Manning. I bet you the betting handle is pretty big as well. Yeah, it, It's a great concept bringing in the football players with the golfers because if I had to see Tiger Woods versus Phil too – it wouldn't get the kind of pub that it's getting now. That's the thing. They had to they had to do something different, and they did. And I, I think it's a great idea too. And if those two, if they played, they kept the money last time. They kept like nine million of it, or nine, you know, basically they, they gave a couple hundred thousand. Um, I think the fact that Manning and Brady are there, they're like, yo, yo, we can't. Like, no, no. Yeah, you imagine Tom Brady? Hey guys, I just won five million. Smiling there with Giselle, exactly. people would want to shoot him. Yeah, he puts it like, in his brain. Like, are you like, are you kidding me? You guys just like. I'm amazed that people didn't get madder at Tiger and Phil I for that. I really you. was surprised about that. Oh, yeah. You're playing this golf tournament. You're pocketing money? That's crazy. Yeah, you're right. That'd be the best. Nine million? 
Tom Brady with the briefcase. See ya. Yeah, he's out the door, right? You said it. They got to give the money to the charity. Like, these guys are loaded, so enough is enough. Phil probably wants to keep the money. He always yeah. seems to have tax problems. Yeah, you know what? They're going to lose, and I guarantee you, too. The fact that Phil's not playing for that $10 million anymore. Exactly. He loses his edge. He does. He, he does. Now, now he's going to laugh. Oh, ha, ha, ha. He's going to be there. To him, it's nothing. Now, I'm sure on the side, that'll be interesting to see before they go out there if they say, all right, hey, guys, we're betting on this, huh? All day. They'll have side bets every day. Yeah, you got to believe they will. Oh, for sure they will. you got to believe, but you got to believe. Got a, secret, a couple secret ones, too, Gabe, that he might want to put on camera. Hold that DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Brenzi throwing it down on the grid. Get on the grid. The Raging Redhead, Chad Stewart, a.k.a. Ronnie Rubs. He's on the grid. Let's do this thing. So uh, you've heard me talk a couple of times, and not just me, uh, but um, Adam Schefter talked about this. It was brought up on the National Football League's, uh, the NFL Network's um, broadcast as well of the schedule uh, release that there are contingency plans. And, you know, the, the first contingency plan is a slight delay to the start of the season. And if the delay became, you know, a longer delay, then the emergency contingency plans would be to play a 14-game uh, schedule and then a 12-game schedule. They don't have anything planned after that, all right? And they also want – they can't have the Super Bowl basically in, um, in May. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind it in March, actually. So – uh, it will be in March, and they, you know, they don't want to get it into April and May and, and in the summer, etc. Um, so they do have contingency plans. But I do believe that October the 8th, and I've heard this date numerous times, October the 8th, October the 8th, October the 8th, that's actually sort of one month delayed because, you know, this gives them a chance to, you know, play a couple of preseason games, uh, go through training camps because they're kind of already behind the eight ball already. Gives them a little of uh, catching uh, catching up uh, to do. So, um, if the season did start, you know, we gave you what would happen, you know, and oh, you know, the week one. But I, I'm telling you right now, guys, week one actually could actually end up uh, being week five, which would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Chicago Bears, the Buffalo Bills against um, the Titans. Tough game. Ooh. Yeah, Broncos at Patriots, Jags at Texans, Bengals at Ravens, Panthers at Falcons, Raiders at Chiefs, Cardinals at Jets, Eagles at Steelers, Rams at Redskins, Dolphins at 49ers, Giants at Cowboys, and the Giants season always starts against the Cowboys. You know it's going to start, I tell you, this will be the kickoff. Exactly, it's ridiculous. Puccio knows this, and this will be the kickoff, all right? Giants, Cowboys, and that'll be the unofficial like uh, week one. Colts, Browns, Vikings, Seahawks, Chargers, and Saints. Ooh, that's a pretty good week of football. I'm from Puccio. I'm tired of Dallas and the Giants all the time. Mix it up. That's like another thing. I am Larry Lyon right now, but 
Why does Detroit get the Thanksgiving game all the time? I would love to. Oh, it's tradition. tradition. What? Who cares? Start a new tradition. Buffalo could have a Thanksgiving game. I'm very game. disappointed in you. No, no, no. I'm very no. disappointed in you. You, nope. you are waving the Detroit Lion flag all the time. We're going to yes. make the playoffs, Matt Patricia. Now you want to take away their Thanksgiving day game? No, I wanted to do it back in the Wayne Font, Scott Mitchell days, but they keep on playing on Thanksgiving. Why not give a team Buffalo a chance? Just you can do live with it. That sucks. Yeah, Dallas gets Thanksgiving. Boo. I'm not with it. Rotation. They added. They added the, the third one in which it does rotate. Right? Yeah, so it's other, not the same. It's other not teams, the same. Other teams have uh, petitioned and campaigned. You know, I think the, you know who brought it up the most, who's bitched about it a lot, is Ursay. Like the Colts. He's yeah. like, why can't I host like a traditional Thursday night Thanksgiving Day game? <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's demanding, like, he's like, how come I can't do it too then? Right? And... It is what it is, guys. Like, let's. I know, I know it is, but anyway, what I'm not really down with it. I think Kansas City having a Thanksgiving game would be pretty good. I'll tell you what, the Buffalo Bills, the the Buffalo Bills season really could be affected by this in a major way. All right, if you look at the Buffalo Bills schedule, guys, if they actually kicked off on Sunday, September the 13th, they would host the New York Jets. Yeah. Is it a guaranteed win? No, but they Should probably win. win the game. Yep. All right. Week two, they go to Miami. It's a no. young Miami team, or it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. The Bills always beat the Dolphins. All right. Unless Rex Ryan's there to screw it up. So that's like two wins. Hey, let's just get a hand with me here. Week three, they host the Rams. Jared Goff will get murdered uh, in Buffalo on the road in week three. Um, week four, they go to Vegas. It's a winnable game. At, at the Raiders. Then we get into week five at the Titans. I'm just stating, I think if the Buffalo Bills opened up with this schedule as planned, they would be three and one at minimum. I think they might be four and oh, but I think they would be three and one. They wouldn't be two and two. They'd be three and one at minimum. And then they'd be going into Tennessee. Um, then it's uh, Chiefs at Bills. Uh-oh. Uh, it, gets, it gets a little tougher. <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, if you look at the Bills' schedule... The front end is much more manageable. Um, all right, they play the Jets, the Dolphins, the Rams, the Raiders, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Jets, and then the Patriots. Those in the first, first eight. Those first games that you mentioned, they could go five and zero. Oh. Yeah, I know. Like they're all exactly. I mean, and let's say like I'm not afraid. Crazy. If you're the Bills, you're not afraid of the Rams. Like the oh, only listen, game that gets Jets at Kansas Bills. City. Jets yeah, at Bills, home opener, they win. Yep. Bills at Dolphins week two against well, the young two, or they win. More, and more Bills fans. They always yeah. make that trip to Miami. Well, let's say there's no fans, but anyway. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Rams, Rams at Bills. Bills would beat the Rams yep. um, in Buffalo. Bills at Raiders. They can win they that can, game. They can beat the Raiders. They can easily be 4-0. Tennessee would be a total toss-up. They're very evenly matched football teams. Um, Chiefs at Bills. The game's in Buffalo. They would have a fighting chance. I agree. Um, Then Bills at Jets. They could win that game. Uh, Patriots at Bills. Brady's not there anymore. They'll beat the Patriots. In their first eight games, I'm looking at six and two. And, you know, I'm being fair, right? They lose here, they lose there, whatever. I think they end up being six and two. At worst, five and three. But I think they would be six and two. But the second half of the season where it gets trickier. So I'm just stating the Bills will be in a much better spot being six and two going into the last eight as opposed to jumping in in week five at the Titans right away. For right? sure. And then playing the Chiefs in week two. 
for them. And, you know, and then, ooh, and then the Jets and the Patriots and the Seahawks, things would get tougher. So the second half of the season for the Bills, Seahawks at Bills, Bills at Cardinals, Chargers at Bills, Bills at 49ers, Steelers at Bills, Bills at Broncos. That's, that's a tough, tough six-week stretch right there. Yeah, that's very, very I'm So, and even me being a Bills fan, I'll say three and three. All right, we'll split it up. They're three and three, which would make them, um, would, which would make them nine and five going into the last two games of the year, which would be Bills at Patriots and win. Dolphins at Bills. They might win 10 or 11 games. Yeah, so I've got the Bills being 11 and five this year. And I remember I told you that before. I'll be disappointed if they're not actually. You know, maybe 10 and six wins the division anyways, as long as they're able to get a home playoff game. Um, that's the key for the Bills. It's no think, longer just to make the playoffs. Making the playoffs, whatever. You go on the road, you lose. The, the Bills have made the playoffs in two of the last three years as a wild card and then lost subsequently on the road. They need to get some home games going because, hey, fans could be back too. Yeah, that's another thing. There might not be fans for the first two months of the season, but trust me, like they, if they can have fans in the Super Bowl, they're going to have fans in the Super Bowl. Like, you know what I mean? If you give me points with the Bills at home against the Chiefs, I'll take them. I'll smash that game. Remember the last time the Bills played the Chiefs? Jeff Toole threw two pick sixes from, like, the one-yard line. They were going in for – I remember, I had huge money on Buffalo that day. I snapped. I'll they never played forget. since then, but I hear what you're saying. That was the worst. Be, I, like, I'm like, you know, what is you know, this guy was crazy doing? about that game, though, too. I remember it was years ago. Jeff Toole, of all people, was starting. Yeah. And uh, Washington State Cougars. And um, the Bills were coming back, actually. And there was like a blatant pass interference. Yes. I remember Tool threw like almost a Hail Mary bomb from like the 10 to like the Chiefs like 35 type thing. And it would have put the Bills in field goal range. And dude, like Buddy got mugged and they didn't call it because, you know, if you remember the Bills, well, the Bills still get screwed with calls, but they used to really get screwed with calls all the time. They dominated that game and lost. I remember I lost a lot of money on that football game. Jeff Tool. Go back a little ways right there. <laughs> yeah. It's in the memory bank. Uh, so um, that next weekend, guys, is really, we're really going to get after it next weekend, guys. The weekend edition will be packed. We'll have picks and stuff because there's going to be games going on and action going on on Sunday. Uh, think about it next weekend. UFC. Uh, we got a UFC card. Bundesliga soccer returns uh, next weekend. NASCAR returns next weekend. And we've got a skins game next weekend. Perfect. Hey, so Pucci, is, is Pucci going to give us some uh, Germany uh, Bundesliga picks? Does he play that league? Uh, they better they better be winners if he does. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> That's right, Puccio. You're on the clock, buddy. Soccer picks with Puccio. Um, but, and more good news, just as far as sports coming back, um, IndyCar. Yes. IndyCar racing is returning IndyCar has gotten the green flag to finally start its season in Texas, of course. They're going to Texas, <laughs> Texas <Yeah>. Motor Speedway. <laughs> hey, good for IndyCar. And we yeah. talked about motorsports. This is one that they, I think they could work around COVID-19. I'm glad they're going to get it back. I, I'd like to see IndyCar do well. Um, so the June season open will be on a condensed schedule with practice qualifying and race uh, taking place on the same day. There's going to be strict access uh, guidelines limiting the number of personnel on site with healthcare screening administered to all participants and personal protection equipment provided to everyone entering the facility. 
But you and I talked about this before. The drivers are in their cars. Yes, the pit crew are, are around each other, but the pit crew are decked out, guys. These guys are wearing hazmat suits before hazmat suits were cool. Yes. And me and Steve Merrill talked about this. People don't even realize this, Ken. You know, under their helmets, even the pit crew guys, they're wearing masks. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they have those the masks. Fumes, yep. The fumes. That's right. Gasoline. They're wearing like the real sort of yeah. air-filtered masks, not just like a little hospital mask, yeah. so they can breathe properly. They have high-tech masks on because there's a lot of gas and fumes that they're breathing in. They can't be breathing in that stuff. And they're already protected. Like they really oh. are. So it's almost like, all right, the pit crew's protected. You guys are good. And stay social distance. And, you know, it changes a bit. The drivers are cool. You guys stay isolated. They all live in their own RVs, all these guys and stuff already anyways. They all have their own like serious Madden mobiles and stuff. Um, So it's really now you just get into the broadcast crew, right? And that's the thing that people forget too. And people wonder about fans like, oh, well, I would go. I'm not scared to go at a sporting event. Yeah, but the athletes also in the leagues, they don't want 55,000 people breathing coronavirus in the air. Yeah, yeah. They're, like well, imagine all these guys like blowing it out and the players are breathing this stuff and you're outside, but you can't have it. Like, so I think these leagues, they'll start to play. Football, there's going to be challenges still, but it's nice to see at least it's another, it's another event to bet on. Indy racing back. I like betting on this stuff already, so I'm glad it's back. The Indianapolis 500 used to be one of the premier events of the sporting calendar. I went to one as a child. My uncle lives in Indianapolis, and my dad my dad uh, took us all there. It was absolutely unbelievable. That's awesome, that man. was when it was like the big, big event. It was huge. It's kind of weird the way IndyCar was like at the pinnacle, and then they really suffered for a while, right, Gabe? But they're Internal trying to bring it politics. back. Internal politics. Yeah. They ended up splitting the Indy racing into the Champ Kart League. Yeah. Uh, the guy, the family that owns the racetrack in the Indianapolis 500, I think it's the George family. Uh, they, they were hard to deal with. You're right. That was the great American race, right? Yep. NASCAR sort of pushed them out of the way a bit, but got a little bit of a resurgence. So you're right. All right. We'll catch you guys on Monday. Get on the grid. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.